watching memes about Mickey Mouse being turned into a real mouse. That's what life's about. He is a mouse. Yeah, but he's a cartoon mouse, and this guy's turning him, like, he's literally taking a photo of a rat <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, putting it into the shape of Mickey Mouse. This is quality entertainment right here. Stand by me as a nineteen eighty-six American independent coming of age drama film directed by Rob Reiner, based on Stephen King's nineteen eighty-two novella The Body. Um that's about all the research I've done on this film because I went and bought <laughs> a Tesla start. this weekend. So. Oh jeez. Um, uh, how do you know someone owns a Tesla? There. They tell you. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, good. Stand by me. It's you don't have to carry this episode. Oh, did you even watch it? Yeah. Oh, In 1980. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I watched it. Watched. Of course I watched it. I'm not Brad. <laughs> so, yeah. Ha. Uh, classic. Wonderful. Wonderful piece of cinema. There, I just I jumped straight to the point. You don't need to wait here. I enjoy this one. I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I've, I've enjoyed it. I'm oh, surely every two years I'd watch this thing again. Um, it's just one of those films that is just there. It was there through the VHS age. It's always on TV. I'm done. How about you? The only thing you really need to know about this is. There's a bunch of has been hacks starring in it. Um, well, Will Wheaton, who gives a shit? River Phoenix, who gives a shit? Jerry O'Connell, who gives a shit? Keith Sutherland, who gives a shit? Blah, blah, blah. But the star of the show, really, probably one of the most talented people on the planet. Mm. Someone that. We've discussed many times we need to review his music because it's so amazing, but then it's like, what words do we have in the English language to describe the majesty of Corey Feldman? Mm. There aren't any words to describe Corey Feldman, are there? And his talent in this film just shines through and carries a weak script, poor poor direction, um, God, and terrible, god-awful acting, except for, of course, the shining light of Corey Feldman, really. What else can you say? Corey. Keith the Sullen, never, he's never going to add up to anything. Mm. Well, he did Lost Boys. That's good. Again, carried by Corey Feldman. River Phoenix, true. obviously. Um, the ugly duckling of the film, he was always in the shadow of Corey Feldman and yeah, OD'd because he knew... He'll never be a Corey Feldman. You're wow. never, you're never going to reach that peak, are you? You're never going to make it to Corey Feldman status. I don't, I don't know. And can you just imagine being in the presence of before. Corey Feldman? It would just be staggering. It'd be uh, like looking into the God's vagina. I reckon he'd be very short. Do you think he'd be very short? Seems like he'd be a short guy. The Corey. I, I, mean. I imagine he's only three foot two inches tall. <clears throat> But he stands above us all, mm. obviously. Yes. Really just millennium. <clears throat> millennium. 
Melania. Go for anybody, it. Go for it. <laughs> if anybody hasn't seen his performance on the Today Show, um, you have not seen the finest piece of musical performance. Everybody's heard it. Everybody knows it. Everybody owns the all the albums, the entire it's, catalog. It's really in the movie um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey when they come back and they their music saves the universe. It's happening. Corey Feldman already done it. Plot hole. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, my um, Corey Feldman box set course on order i'm in tears every day when it doesn't show up um mm. Mm. oh my god i've been cutting myself um who was the other cory there were two corys right Haim. Haim. what did he ever how was he fucking famous what did he ever do there was, was, I remember there was um, the show in the presence of cory feldman once and that's why he's famous well they they were in the lost boys together right i get that overshadowed what? by cory feldman what the fuck else did Corey Haim do? Did he do anything? He was in. Uh, he was on the coattails of Corey Feldman. Ah, so he just. Said, oh, there's yeah. another Corey. I'm gonna try and pass myself off as that Corey, the better Corey. And then he realised he's never going to be the Feldman, so he OD'd. I don't know. Yeah, that's how it works. How it works. Mm. Yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to leave in the comments anything that Corey Haim did. I'd really appreciate it because I, you guys know me. I'm not going to do my research, so I think he just read the comments. Told everybody. Well, I thought he must have done more. Surely he was a star. Well, yeah, but he was on the coattails of Corey Feldman. No, I think it's it's, it's really just that simple, Brad. I don't see mm. what you're not getting here. Ah, uh, well, I'm a simple man. There's the center so. of the universe, and it's called Corey Feldman. Okay, it's the CF. Yeah. And, and Corey Hain was just, he flew too close to the sun. Yeah. Really, being in the presence. I loved this movie as a 12-year-old because all the kids are like 12. And I remember we had it on a, it was taped off the TV on a VHS, but it was missing like the first maybe, I don't know, four or five minutes. The bit where the old, uh, where the wonderful actor Richard Dreyfus. Is sitting in the car, you know, nah, 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 and he's looking at the paper. So mm. I didn't see that part until years later. I, I, then I fully understood the bookends of the film. Because prior to that, it was like I'm with the kids in like the treehouse. You didn't realize he was the kid growing up. Yeah, well, I can't. Yeah, at the end of the film, you kind of go, oh, right, he's Gordy because he's a writer, right? But then. Yeah, watching it later, I was like, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. That's great filmmaking, that is. Um, but, you know, back So in you the love this days, film dearly, even though you sort of misunderstood the whole miss, point yeah, of the movie. I, yeah. I, I did. I, but when you're a kid, I didn't care about the whole, well, even like coming of age wasn't really a phrase when you're a kid. You're just watching it going, oh, it's fucking awesome. I relate to this. Um, and not the old man feeling good about his kids or whatever at the end it was all like that kid's got a fucking leech on his balls oh my god that's for, oh my god there's a dog and they say chopper sick balls <laughs> it was all just great you know just kids having fun but going on like an adventure uh that was pretty serious i guess 
going to see about dead body. I get a little confused about what the film's actually about. Like even when I was a kid, I'd watch and go, I really, in the end, no. I don't understand why they were so attached to, you know, who's claiming the dead body. Well, it was for the fame, right? You know, they wanted to be the ones that got their picture in the paper. There was a big deal in the 50s, picture in the paper, you know? You're really going to, like, pull out a knife and, you know, well, that was about threaten to place. kill someone over. But they were like, yeah. I guess Kiefer's uh, character was only supposed to be, like, 15 or 16, wasn't he? So you don't make the best decisions when you're that age. Everything's fucking life and death, you know? So kind of understood it. He was the bad guy didn't want to be a pussy, you know? Yeah, no. I think this film's really about other relationships in a way, because all of them had bad other relationships, as far as I can kind of pick it. And Gordy grows up to be, you know, a wealthy guy who's looking after his kids and taking them swimming and yeah, being a good guy. Yeah, good dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because River Phoenix never had that, and he, mm. he became good anyway, but then got stabbed, and he was a guy who, um, it was, it was also about rumour, wasn't it? Because he was a guy who stole the milk money, and he said, yeah, I did steal the milk money, but the teacher pocketed the milk money and blamed him for it anyway, because, yeah, but he, he had confessed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it was yeah. about when they're in the junkyard, they heard the rumor about the dog being the most vicious thing in the world, and it turned out mm. it wasn't really the most vicious dog they'd ever seen. You know, it was yeah. just kind of. Well, a- I think it was a lot about, you know, you talk about coming of age, but was, and and that goes into that when you're a kid, you know, up to a certain point when you're a kid, you your parents are is infallible. The right word they can do no wrong. You know, like everything's great, but then you reach a certain point where. Oh, you know, they fucking forget something or they leave you at soccer practice or I don't know. And the, and the glass is kind of broken. So then you're like, oh, fuck, they're just people too. So I think there was a bit of that in this film. Like, as you say, those uh, glass shattering. Brother Phoenix is, he was embarrassed that he came, he was getting judged by his family's reputation. Mm. And he kind of was a bit like his family anyway, stealing the milk money, but he was raised by dickheads. So he sort of grew up to be a dickhead, but he changed his ways. Whereas Will Wheaton was the wrong, you know, the wrong kid died. Wrong kid died. His brother died (laughs) and the parents are like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, wrong kid died. Father's basically just telling him, why can't you be like your brother? Be more like Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's fucking perfect. Yep. What was Jerry O'Connell's story? I don't, I don't know if he really had much. No, no, I think he had a. He was just like the the fat comic relief, really. To be honest, Corey um, yeah. <clears throat> Feldman yeah. was another sort of. I don't. Didn't really seem like yeah. he came from a good family. No, his anything? dad burned his ear off on the on the stove and stuff. Oh, that's right. The father was in the mental asylum, and he was been up and took us. Yeah, it's kind of like the sins of the father. Um, going down onto the sons, really, isn't it? Like the parents. Whoa, it's deep, um, Rob Ryan. Yeah, the parents were, um, you know, the wrong, wrong son died. 
and mm. and Gordy had to grow up with that, but he didn't want to treat his son like that, when, his children like that when he got older. And River Phoenix was trying to get out of the shadow of his family's bad family. reputation, and so yeah. is that was oh what a tear jerking performance by Corey Feldman, really, Ted really. Well, honestly, all the four kids do pretty well acting. You know, there's not a not a bad one in the bunch. They all, I think, they all do a very convincing job. Will Wheaton, eh, but he's he's playing a meh kid. You know, so it sort of River, works. River Phoenix, not the best actor in the world. Uh, Will Wheaton, not the best actor in the world. Terry Connell, of course, went on to do great things in Piranha 3D, which and a fantastic Joseph movie we've reviewed. Yeah, unbelievable work. If you want to Good see work. his cock, or at least a uh, chewed up artificial version of Jerry O'Connell's cock in 3D, uh, in 3D. As an adult, mind you, let's be very, very clear about this. It was filmed many Mess. years after Stand by Me. <laughs> I ate my penis. Yeah, I ate my penis, Julie. Brilliant. Wonderful um, performance. Still no Corey Feldman, but he did, yeah, no, but he like wasn't a titty film, movie. So many, the actor's good, but so many memorable beats or scenes as well. Like the fucking, the train on the bridge is classic cinema, right? You cannot get, even people that haven't seen this film know the train dodge where they're fucking walking across the bridge and the train comes and they have to run to beat it. Classic. Uh, the leech scene, the um, there's a leech on his penis. Yeah, leech on his on his willy, the, and and then later to be far improved and exceeded by Jerry O'Connell when he gets his penis eaten by piranhas. By piranha, yeah, it's foreshadowing. This. Piranha is actually a sequel to Stand by Me, I think. Yeah. Well, I think this was just setting up the 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 majesty of uh, Piranha 3D. Yeah. Obviously, I think this was just laying the groundwork. Or some terrific performance by Jerry O'Connell as a man who's had his penis eaten by piranhas. Mm. Touching. Very t- uh, touching. And then when you yeah. see it floating through the water, you're like, wow, powerful. That's right. And then the fish eats it. Yeah. Oh, shivers right now. Powerful. Just, oh, powerful. chills. Chills. Goosebumps. Where is his uh, Oscar? Where is his Oscar? Where? 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 Uh, in the middle of the film, another classic scene where Gordy tells a story. About the pie eating contest. Oh my and God, the, we laughed about that for hours. Around the, the people throwing up. Yeah, mm. genius, just brilliant. Um, Gordy again with the gun at the end. Yeah, you know, it's just classic stuff. Well made film. Uh, the though, if you think that it was made in the eighties, right? Let's subject change. It was made in the eighties, but it was set in the fifties, right? As so, a as a massive Stephen King fan, if I just segue oh, for a second, you'd have you read the body? My fucking point. What a cunt. Yes, I've read the body. Many years after seeing the film, I read the body. Yeah. Good. Similar? Good? Yeah, good. Uh, you know, slight differences, but it's essentially, yeah, four kids in the 50s going to see a body. Um, it's been a few years since I've read it, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoy a lot of Stephen King. Um, yeah, it's one of his good ones, one of his short stories, or a little novella, they call it, but it's very good. Now, the point I was trying to make before I was so rudely interrupted, 1980, and set in the 50s. So that's, what, 30 years, five, six, seven, eight? Yep. So if we went now, 
So what do we, let's say 2020. We're going to go back 30 years and make a stand by me for today's audiences. It's going to be set in the 90s, right? Is that how it works? Yeah, that's 30 years. <laughs> um, that'd be kind of cool. Like this, all the 50s music was rad. I remember growing up, this, was what, this is what made me love fucking Buddy Holly and all that old stuff was this film. So maybe we need a, a reworked stand by me, but with fucking um, Nirvana and sweet 90s music. You've disappeared. I'm just reading the trivia on the website because I bought a Tesla on the weekend. I didn't have time to do any research. So. I don't. I don't want to make it about me. I hope your power bill skyrockets. Twenty cents a kilowatt. Mm. Um. Yeah, I was just reading that the kids had made into mischief on the set. They threw all the poolside, the hotel they were saying they staying at, they threw all the pool furniture into the pool. And Will Wheaton fixed the video games so they could play them for free. Oh. Uh, I bet that was all actually done by Corey. They covered uh, Kiefer Sutherland's car in mud. Oh, wow. Little pricks. They didn't know it was his car when they did it. So they just picked a random car. Yeah, they picked a random car and it ended up being Keith Sutherland. Yeah. But no, I like good soundtrack, good film, well shot, well directed, well acted. Can't complain. Stand by me. It's a fucking classic. If you haven't seen it, what the fuck are you doing? Turn this shit off. Go and watch the film. Keith Sutherland claimed in an interview that in one of the locations of the film, a renaissance fair was being held and the cast and crew attended bought some cookies. Unfortunately, the cookies turned out to be laced with pot. And two hours later, the crew found Jerry O'Connell high and crying somewhere in the park. <laughs> Poor little Jerry. I think he was the youngest when they shot it. I think he was like 11, maybe. Uh, allegedly. I haven't really looked that up. He's a man now. He's a man now. Well, he's a dickless man now. Piranha ate it. Actually, I think he died in that film, didn't he? His character. Yeah, well, you don't live long without the penis spread. I think it's... Well, uh, wasn't you can like only... lower half of his body totally gone? Yeah, there was just little skeleton legs, and his yeah, penis was, had been taken by a fish, and uh, it was floating through the water, which... Uh, powerful, did you know, powerful scene. Powerful. Did you know that piranhas um, very rarely bite animals or people we've been raised with false uh facts here in our lives and most piranhas will swim away when anything enters the water and it would take up to three days to eat a cow not like by itself or all of them no no a pack a pack three days yeah they're not they're not, they're not carnivorous by nature aren't they uh, i yeah, I only learned that like a few months ago. I was like, what the fuck, movies? Led me astray. Mm, yeah, I'm still a little miffed about so raptors in Jurassic Park because <laughs> they're like little chicken things in yep. reality. Was kind of, couldn't they found yeah. another dinosaur that sort of suited? That's it. So no, they all announce- eat grass. What? Yeah. <laughs> they announced that the T-Rex was just a big chicken or something. 
Well, I think they've done that already a while ago. They reckoned it was, um, yeah, the, the, oh, there was the saying it was more of a scavenger than actually a predator. Oh, and it would, yeah, but uh, they changed their mind every two minutes, like Bit after too. that. It's get, you know, a new, get a new expert in, yeah. Let's face it, they've never seen one. Yeah, and no, and they true. they find one bone out of the entire body, and they go, "Well, here's the life history." And hung out by water, and it would have done this. And yeah, they're just, yeah, everybody's guessing. Yeah, honestly. And then someone I said, mean, "Well, they're like birds, aren't they?" And then someone said, "Oh, they probably had feathers. Probably had have feathers. you found a feather? Have they found feathers? I don't know." Yeah. Well, oh, look, maybe they've found some fossils. Maybe they if you could just find a big mud imprint of a T. Rex. It might have feathers. I don't know. I, I when I was in Chicago, I was um, they have the the most complete skeleton of a T Rex. They call uh-huh. it Sue, and it looked like it would fucking eat you. <laughs> it was fucking yeah, huge. but again, that's just guesswork. I don't know how that shit went together. They just like you say, they found a couple of bones. They never, no one's ever found a complete one, have they? Yeah. A lot of yeah, how they actually lived. Yeah, it's an evolving thing, isn't it? I guess they can figure out. They find it by where they think there was water. They go, it was water. It was aquatic. Yeah, yeah. I'm look. I'm sure it's all in the Bible somewhere. You know, people just need to read that better. In in the dinosaur section of the Bible. Yeah, it's um. In the beginning, there was. Dinosaurs. Let's skip. Let's skip that. But let's just get to the humans. And lo, Jesus turned his head and saw a fucking pterodactyl plummeting at him. He said, "These creatures are shit. I'll try again. (laughs) Maybe in sixty-five million years. (laughs) Something like that." Yeah, it sounds. I I think. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's. It's in the the vague parts at the front, Old Testament, you know, the one that nobody reads anymore. I just put these bits here so that people will doubt I exist, and then um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's well, all this, part of this, the plan. I'm pretty sure this will test their faith, um, because I'm a prankster god. Yeah, it says there was a budget of eight million dollars estimated, and worldwide made. Oh, far out. A lot. Well, it says in the US and Canada it made $52 million, and then it says gross worldwide $52 million, so that seems a bit wrong. Well, even if even if all they got was $52 mil, that's a pretty good um, turnaround, $8 million investment. The kids, it would have paid them fucking juvenile wages. That's how you do it. That's how you make making mills. It wouldn't be a very expensive film to make, really. Like, would it? Like, um, yeah. they kind of walk around a bit. No, I found this like, lots of cool, lots of cool scenes. Like after they leave the junkyard, you know how they um, they run away from the dog. Ha ha ha! Funny scene. Chopper sick balls. And then they have that little fight with the junkyard guy about the loony up in Tuckets or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna ring your dads. Yep. And then they leave, and it's the four of them walking along the path, consoling each other and talking. It's a single, really long shot. Like, it's almost, I mean, it's probably only three minutes, but it feels like five minutes of the film. That It's a single, 
the camera walks in front of them and it never cuts. The whole scene is played out with those kids together and it's quite an emotional scene. And I thought, fuck, it's not perfect. But for all four of those kids to be on point enough with their acting in such a long shot. Especially cool. with Jerry on drugs. Especially with Jerry tripping balls. Tripping balls through the entire production, I understand. And especially he would have had his full penis back then as well. Mm. At 12. We, yeah, we're definitely going to get cancelled if you keep going down this, <laughs> um, this fucking line. Uh, if, well, I'm just reasoning it out. But, right. Yeah. Right. If um, I mean, look, we haven't even said. Did how did you feel about this film? What's when was the first time you saw it, or probably the only time you've seen it? I really enjoyed it when I was a kid when I watched it, hmm. but I was always confused about why they so worried about this body for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as an adult, I thought, why are they so worried about this body for? And I, I don't know. I thought it was, it's a good solid film. It's mm. a little boring. Yeah, uh -huh. Kind of ponders yeah. a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I feel like this wouldn't have enough action for you. You're a bit of an action-y. <laughs> Give me some fucking Tom Cruise and some quips. That that feels more you. I like a good drama, but, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It kind of confuses me on a few things, you know, mostly about what this body's all about. It doesn't really kind of ring true for me. It's just kids wanting to see a dead kid. He doesn't want to see a dead wait <laughs> wait oh <laughs> uh, uh, what we had things where there was a dead body and everybody talked about it and stuff but it wasn't like we need to get our name in the paper uh, yeah but it's not the 50s either you know like growing up in the 80s i mean if i'd heard there was a body in the river i would have gone oh my god i'm not going to see that yeah, give me my your, Sega master system back your brother you're better looking, more intelligent brother. He found a body with a couple of friends. Uh, washed yeah, up on the beach. Older, I think that was like post high school, isn't it? Yeah. Found some, was it a fisherman or something? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, the body that got lost at sea that washed up on the shore a few weeks later, wasn't it? It was just basically a big eaten by fish mess. I don't know. Never talked to him about it. We've all seen dead bodies, Dan. It's. <sighs> That's yeah, uh, not the nice. It can be quite a strange thing, can't it? Yeah. I don't know what's worse, though. Someone mashed up on the road or the weird, uh, what do they call it when they pump you full of stuff? Uh, uh, normal Formaldehyde. The embalmers. Yeah, embalming, that's the word. That always looks fucking weird to me. I don't know why people do it. It's and then they nice. put makeup on and dress yeah, them yeah. up. It's all a bit of a, you know. Yeah. Makeup like they never would have worn it, you know. Anyway. Yeah, it's a bit of a, well, they do get told like, oh, this is their favorite, you know, mm. makeup. And this is what they, that was the dress they liked and blah, blah, they get dressed up. I don't know. It's a bit weird trying to make them look alive and then, Put them in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the stuff you've pumped them up with will last longer than they will. Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah, and then it's kind of like... If I get embalmed, I want it to be like, 
you know, a state of shock on my face and I'm trying to claw my way out of the coffin. So when they open it up for the open coffin, I'm like, rah. That's what I'd go for. Not serene hands on my chest, like, make it entertaining. And make sure, as we established in an earlier episode, that you bury me with my cock. <laughs> with me. There's no guarantees. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> we might have to put it in and then yeah might have to put it down on paper yeah uh yeah yeah All i'm right. not particular <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, yeah I'm, i intend to die in battle so uh, i think it'll be oh, a perfect. closed closed casket right. <laughs> a, a warrior's death yeah, just scoop the bits up and uh, stick it in a box the size of, yeah, stick it in a shoe box. That'll be all that's left. And uh, I'll be happy. Spear to the face. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, shoot me into the sun. Yeah. 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 Sing right, songs of me. All right. Um, I, well, if I look at scrolly, scrolly, scrolly. Where the user review? I don't want to look at that woman. Oh, oh, the, oh, the fucking touchpad. Very organized. Ah, oh, I don't want to rate the page. Details. You still there? User oh, reviews. Here we go. Just waiting that, for you. Someone gave it a 10. It's not a guy's film only. Yeah, I'm on IMDb looking at the cover. 10 out of 10. One of the best adaptions of Stephen King's story ever. Mm. 8 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Okay, 10 out of 10. A small masterpiece. 8 out of 10. Stephen King with a great story. 9 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Shit, what's the average on this thing? Mate, 10. Just shaboopy. 8.1 out of 10 on uh, IMDb. All right. The old cold-hearted bastards over there. Yeah. At the Internet oh, well. Movie Database. So if you were going to double feature this, recommend this mm. picture with another picture, and it'll be like, oh, these two together, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. What, would you, what would you double feature this with? Well, this is simple. Don't even have to think about it. It also stars the wonderful... And talented Corey Feldman and a cast of other young hip actors. It's the fucking Goonies. The Goonies. Stand by me in the Goonies. It's a good Friday night. It's another hmm. comic comic relief chubby kid there. It's perfect. Alright. I'm gonna go with the Lost Boys. Oh nice. Yeah. What's better than one boys. Corey Feldman? Who Corey Feldman's? Yeah, you get well. See, with that one though, you get double the Corey and double the Kiefer, as well. Yeah, and um, I'm also going to recommend the entire catalog of um, musical releases by Corey Feldman as well, um, on repeat. Uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. I couldn't couldn't even name the album actually, but I'm sure if you just put Corey uh, Feldman in Spotify. What's the one where he's crawling out of hell? Oh, I can't remember. Awesome. And there's the angels. I don't mm. know. Yeah. 
he was out to save the world. Controversial album. It didn't go well. A, a masterpiece, really, when you think about it. Yeah. I'm going to drop character and just say it's fucking atrocious. I don't know what he's doing. He thinks it's amazing, but it's totally not. It's Have like you ever point. heard a Corey Feldman album? This is my dance moves. That's, oh, my God. Good on Mill- it, Millennium. He really uh, doesn't care, uh, and that's good. Millennium. Yes, but uh, I mean, to each to his own, but mm. I still stand by the work of Corey Feldman as superior masterworks. Right. I reckon if we did an episode on some of Corey's music, it'd be one of our shortest. It'd be a record, I think. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. (laughs) Imagine there'd be a lot of value in it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's my musical choice this week, so. Oh, well. I think we've done this a record time. Another perfect episode, don't you think? Um, uh, Just continued quality. And if you've enjoyed listening to us here at Pointless and Confused, um, be sure to, no matter what the platform, leave us a five-star review um, or you're a dry old cunt. Yeah. Wise words. Well put. Very sensitive. I think something to think about for all of us mm. there. Mm. Yeah. Very sincere. Yeah. Let's leave it there. People come for the podcast, but stay for the singing. <laughs>